Yo, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Journey Podcast. We have one of my oldest clients, Jake Weber, on the podcast today. And what we're going to talk about is his story getting into personal training. Now, he has a really awesome story. He uh, graduated from school in kinesiology or some type of fitness background and uh, wanted to go get a master's so he can public, he can study like, you know, big corporate gyms and whatnot. But um, I actually convinced him not to go. He was about to take out a $30,000 loan to go to get his master's. And instead he joined PTBI. And within his first two months, he hit a 10K month and he's been, you know, cruising ever since. But what's interesting about Jake is that he did see success very fast, but then he had a period of time where things started to slow down a little bit. He started to falter and, uh, you know, things got a little bit rocky. And whereas most people would quit and go get a day job, he stuck it out. And now he's, his business is flourishing more than ever. So we're going to talk about his journey about starting his business, but not only starting his business, but also, you know, the, some of the shaky months and some of the downtimes that you can have in business and why it's important to stick it out. So with that being said, we are going to go ahead and get started and we will talk soon. All right. So we got Mr. Jake Weaver in the building. Like I mentioned, guys, Jake Weaver was a client of mine from last year. He was one of my one-on-one clients and he saw success really, really quick. I think within like his first 12 weeks, he hit his first 10 K month. And uh, ever since then had just been plastering through until, you know, he hit a rough spot out in uh, the winter time. But uh, Jake is a really prime example of how to just power through slow months or power through you know, rocky times. There wasn't a second where Jake thought about quitting or thought about turning back. And um, it's paid off because his, his business has blown up. Um, you know, he's got uh, a new like business partner too. I think, I think you're expanding into some new areas as well. And so without further ado, we have Jake Weaver on the show. Jake, why don't you uh, just say what's up to the people? Yeah. What's up guys. I'm definitely honored to be on this podcast. Uh, been a long time coming for sure. So um kind of excited to share my story and kind of dive deep into the ups and the downs um and just that whole trailblazing to get to where i am right now yeah absolutely well let's start with uh, how old are you jake so i'm 24 right now i just 24. turned 24 in july and uh how long have you been a fitness coach for a year i think you reached out to me like a couple weeks ago a year uh from like today or la- yeah. last yeah you're right. No, it was in July. I definitely remember reaching out to you in July. Um, yeah. And okay, cool. So you, you've started this business, you've had it for a year. Did you think that you would have a coaching business like this at your age or was this the plan or what did you think, you know, before a year ago, what was your plan? Yeah. So literally like kind of going into that, I think I could be a prime example of literally starting from zero because when you reached out to me, I finished my undergrad, you know, got the basic exercise science undergrad, that whole ordeal was on my way to grad school for corporate wellness. Um, kind of picturing myself doing something like this, but just working for a corporate setting, just a nine to five where no one really gave a shit about like a wellness program, but you're in charge of it anyway. And like, that's just like where you can create the most money, just not being in the clinical setting. So that's kind of why I was doing that. And I think So my Instagram, it was actually just like either pictures with a girlfriend, pictures from lacrosse in college, drinking with buddies, that kind of stuff, just your average kind of bro Instagram. And I made one post that like I got NASM certified or something like that. And then I think that's how you found me and reached out to me. So that's kind of, that's kind of the trail I was on. I didn't even know like where I am in Missouri. So I'm from St. Louis, but I've been in Springfield for the last like five years where I went to college. 
And I never knew that fitness was, you could have a business online. I didn't really know coaching was online or anything like that until you legit reached out to me. And there was nothing about me that spoke fitness, um, especially on social media. A lot of my friends like knew that I was kind of the fitness guy, but like never a business owner, social media posting every day kind of person. So yeah, I think uh, I do remember your early days. Your Instagram looked like a frat star. You had a, <laughs> you had yeah. a frat star yeah. Instagram. Um, so that's an interesting question. I, I kind of want to dive into that. You know, you and I hopped on a call and I remember when we first talked, I was like, okay, this guy is really smart. He's got what it takes. But like, I was kind of skeptical as to like, you know, you got your boys, they're thinking about you a certain way. They think you're the college guy. You got your girlfriend. And so what was it like going through your mind? Like, having this weird opportunity to potentially start your business and like, what might your friends think? Or what might your family think? Like what was going through your mind? So I was really worried because it's kind of been a competition in my family. Cause I have an older sister and she was like the five-star straight A student. I was like kind of the, the AB sometimes C student, not that it was bad or anything, but she was always the one, like just getting scholarships, all this shit. And so for me getting into grad school was a huge deal for me. And I was just like, holy shit, because she got into grad school, but she didn't do it because she's a teacher. So like, for me, I was just like, holy shit, like, I was never, no one ever thought I was gonna go to grad school, I got in, this is a huge deal. Um, And the biggest thing is like, I just didn't want to let people down. And I also didn't know if people trusted me at all. And so lots of my close friends, like, they all, I mean, they just give me shit all the time, but like, that's what, that's what friends do. You give each other shit. So I knew um, that they supported me regardless. They were just like, yeah, like you love being on social media and posting pictures. So like, why not? Like, why not give it a shot? And then uh, my girlfriend at the time, she was actually really supportive of it. And I was worried about what my mom was going to say and like my family and my mom literally laughed and she's like, dude, I can see you doing this. Like you have the creativity for it. Like that's, where you're trying to pursue yourself and she's just like online's not going anywhere she's like there will be different platforms down the road yada 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 but like the online space is like growing like there's no way in hell it go away and she's just like and that save you 34k for a year and a half of grad school of where you kind of want to do anyway so she's just like why not she's like i'm not i'm not gonna be mad and don't care she's just like you're gonna have to know that like you're gonna have to grind for money at the beginning grind for clients at the beginning i was just like yeah absolutely so she was actually like really really supportive that's amazing man that's really awesome um now there was a transition period where you were taking your instagram from frat star to fitness coach and i i do remember at first you had some kickback from some you know quote-unquote haters um so what was that process like you know because i feel like a lot of people who are just starting out are worried about like what people are going to say and you actually had people out openly outspokenly say stuff to you and how has that changed now that you're a year into business do you still have that happen so i'll get like a troll every now and then or something like that but the biggest thing was so like my buddies i played lacrosse with in college like they gave me shit but it wasn't to where they're just like f you like what the hell are you doing like that kind of stuff like they were supportive they were just giving me shit so i knew it was a joke Mm -hmm. but there were like random people that i didn't even know or people that were like already trainers, they were giving me shit. It was like the in-person trainers, which I thought was the most bizarre thing because I understand now after like going through your course, um, being with Kendall, like knowing that in-person versus online, there'll be like some hate in between people for some reason. That's just how people are. Mm -hmm. But people were just giving me crap. They're just like, 
this terrible idea like you can't actually work with clients online you're not in person you can't work on form you can't like be there for them all this stuff and i was just like f you dude i was like i don't even know who the hell you are like why are you reaching out to me like you're spending your free time focusing on me like dude what the hell but yeah i was i was pretty petty with some of the responses at first for sure and then now i'm just kind of like i don't even know who the fuck you are like why are you talking to me so yeah yeah, you've definitely out, outgrown their uh, their hate. And and it really just is a huge sign of their own insecurities coming after you because, you know, they have their own issues that they're dealing with. Um, yeah. But cool. So you hit your first 10K month a few af- a few months after. What did that feel like? Um, It was weird. It didn't, like, really kick in. So I was really focused. It was weird. So, like, yeah, finances were huge because it's just, like, this actually started during COVID and I know like for everyone COVID was bad and I'm not like doing this as a bloating or anything, but like COVID was actually like kind of a blessing. Cause I, I don't think if COVID didn't happen, like I wouldn't be where I am today. Um, I would be kind of just working like that job at Jenny Craig that I would have been at all that stuff. So I'm kind of blessed. Like it happened during the lockdown and stuff. And like, you were able to reach out to me. You were able to work on your business to like help me create mine. So that was like a huge, that was a huge kick for me. Absolutely. And then as far as finances go, like after I hit my first like 10K months a couple of times, it didn't really feel real, but also I was already at that mindset. Cause like I flew through your course at the very beginning. So I, I was going through modules left and right, um, just flying through it. So I knew that I was going to have to invest a lot of money back into my own business. So even when I was making like 6K to 10K, numerous 10K months, I knew that I was going to have to put a lot of that aside to invest back into things like a camera, new laptop, um, just things for content, like Final Cut Pro editing software, just like stuff for all that, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that yeah, it, it is pretty surprising that once you hit 10K, you're like, this actually isn't as much as I thought or like, yeah, it's not really that much money at all. Like, honestly. Yeah. I say it will change your life for sure. If you're not making any money, that 10 K will, will change your life. But once you're hitting that 10 K mark, you're like, okay, well, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? Yeah. Um, but that's good. I know that, uh, you ran into some trouble in the winter time, you know, for reasons we won't speak about, you know, we, we saw a significant dip in your income. Um, mm-hmm. What was going through your mind? Like, kind of tell me what happened on your end um, to kind of give the people in, uh, some context as to what happened. Yeah, so um, not getting too much into detail, but, you know, in order to grow, in order to delegate tasks, you get business partners, yada, 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 that kind of stuff. And it just, the cards didn't play out exactly how I was hoping. Um, and, you know, my return on investment wasn't necessarily there couple hard months where it was under 10k um it wasn't scary scary low numbers i was still able to pull through pretty decent but i mean i was losing sleep grinding where there was supposed to be help getting me over that 10k month and my return on investment just wasn't even there which was like a huge 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 issue mm-hmm. and it happened for i don't even remember like three months and i was like starting to worry because i was like okay, I don't want to invest money where I'm not seeing return. All these things like this is supposed to help me focus on clients a lot more when I'm kind of focusing on this situation more than my own business because I'm putting money into this and not seeing money back. So that was that was a huge, 
scare. Um, I was worried a lot, but the biggest thing was like, I knew I could bounce back. That was the biggest thing. And then also just like talking to you the whole time and talking to a bunch of other people as well. But the biggest thing is just like, I took all that as a learning lesson because I've heard stories of lots of people where they do start a business like me. They automatically get like a hundred clients in a month. They're making 10, 20, 30 K months, like right off the bat, they run into no issues. And then all of a sudden, like all these issues hit them at once down the road, they want to quit. They want to give up. They say, fuck this, all that kind of stuff. So I'm glad I ran into issues at the very, very beginning in my first year. I'm glad like I had to grind at the very beginning to get to where I am now. I'm glad I didn't have any followers. Like I don't even have 2000 followers still. And like, I'm glad that I have like no following base because in the fitness industry, like you're not considered like having a good following until you're pretty much at like 20 or 30 K. So like having under 2000, like you're a nobody. So yeah, I really liked being a nobody and just being super successful for myself, being able to scale my business, being able to work with over 200 people in a year. Um, so those hard times were like a huge learning lesson. And it's like about adapting to that too, because if you can't adapt, if you can't go through hard situations, like there's no way in hell you can run a business. There's no way in hell you can like, be a coach for other people either because like if it was that easy everyone would be running their own business online that's the thing so that's awesome man um now what was going through your mind on this in those stressful moments when you're like holy shit like shit's hitting the fan this month isn't going how i thought it was going you know like should i quit maybe not like what was going through your mind what were you telling yourself that was keeping you going so something that this also helped me bounce back a lot too, even in those situations where I was like paying money, getting no money in return. This is like, even if I had to lose sleep some nights, if I was up super late doing outreach, anything like that, something was just like, I really fucking hate excuses. So even if I'm like, okay, I put money into this um, business partner, not seeing anything back. And like, it's holding me back because I got to help them make money for me, which like makes no sense, all this stuff. I was just kind of like, I can't use that as an excuse. Um, I really hate excuses, even if it's like very valid too. And I'm just like, there's people out there <clears throat> where even if it's like a hard month in general for people or whatever, I even hate excuses like that. I'm like, there's people out there making like 20K a month. There's people out there making 50K a month. There's people getting 50 clients in two months. Like there are millions and millions of people on social media. So there's no, no fucking reason I can't be doing the same thing for myself. I just got to work extra hours or lose sleep or pull all nighters to make it happen. And like, that's just, that's just like the way I went about it. Instead of just kind of like bitching and moaning those whole couple months. Absolutely. And it definitely pulled around too, because now your business has exceeded 10k a month again and you're consistently breaking those numbers um and so what did you learn about you know fixing a broken system because essentially you had a system and it broke and then not fixed so what did that what did that process teach you about entrepreneurship and about yourself it kind of taught me that that's essential for growth because you can't really grow if you don't run into problems and if you're not running into problems that kind of means you're not growing either Granted, my situation was a little different where it wasn't necessarily just a growth problem. It was just like a whole problem in and of itself that shouldn't have happened. But in order for companies to grow, and I've talked to like lots of other entrepreneurs, like even outside of fitness and that kind of stuff, it's just like, if you're growing rapidly and you keep breaking records, keep breaking numbers, you keep 
being a great fucking coach for your clients, seeing transformations, getting testimonials, having them re-sign on even when they don't need to just because they want you as a coach. Like you're going to run into issues because you're growing so freaking fast. So that's something that I kind of learned is just like, it's not just up. If you keep going up, something's actually probably wrong. Like you're even though you're going up, it's probably going to look like this, where it's going up, down, up, down while you're scaling up. And that's kind of like how it's, how a business runs, how a system works. Like, I mean, shoot, like look at companies like Amazon, look at companies like Apple, like they have ups and downs too, but they're still projecting upward the whole time. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Man. So where's your business now? What does it look like today? So right now we're almost at 80 clients um, Fuck cur- yeah. currently on the roster, non-total. And I brought on Jamari. Um, a lot of people think he, he's an assistant coach. He's actually another head coach. So I'm still CEO, still founder, but I wanted a second head coach. So all of our clients could have two head coaches at once to where if there's different situational stuff where one of us is specialized better in, we can go to each other for that. And that makes group coaching calls a lot more efficient and fluent. That just makes like teamwork and um, a culture a lot more fluent too, just having two head coaches or even three, like who knows? And then bringing on assistant coaches after that, which like I haven't talked, I was talking to Kendall and she even wants me already hiring on assistant coaches right now too. Amazing. For 80 clients is fucking great, dude. That's yeah. really incredible. Um, can you explain the difference between an assistant coach and a head coach? Like where did you get this idea and what's the thought process behind it? So for me, the biggest thing was growth and like really where I wanted to take this business because online is like the home. That's where I want it. But also long-term, like I have a similar goal like you to open a gym, Mm -hmm. but my goal is to put like half a million dollars into a gym because I think that's what it takes to create a good gym that's sustainable. You'll see good return on investment, good client bases, all that kind of stuff. So for me, something was growth besides building clients, building a great team, great transformations. It's just like, who do I want to bring on? Like, I really want someone like-minded like me to where like, if we ever had to move somewhere, we all moved together. Um, we find a place to build a gym, all that kind of stuff. And so I met up with Jamari, who's actually one of Saxon's clients. Um, one of the three of us competing. And we were just talking a ton down there and stuff. He was getting into the online coaching space. And he's just like looking at my social media. He's like, I fucking love your brand. I love your company. Like the way you market yourself, the way you market your brand, the way your clients are engaging, um, just the look of everything, the aesthetics, just the feel. He's just like, I vibe with that so much. Like, that's what I want to do. And he's just like, maybe I could be an assistant coach. And I was just like, well, you're selling yourself short if you're an assistant coach. I was just like, I think you could be a great head coach. And then I was just like, why don't we just like figure out some details, bring you on as another head coach. You do some free trial stuff, bring on clients, start building your client base. And we just build like this huge thing together and just kind of like merge. And then that way we can start hiring on assistant coaches and building like a fat community. instead of just like one person in charge with all these other people under them. It's just like a couple people in charge with other people around them. And then you're just kind of building like that vibe around there too. Amazing. I love it, man. I love it. So where do you see, uh, where do you see your business going in the, in the next 12 months after like, it's been 12 months now, where do you see it going in the next 12 months? Dude, I have no idea because there's been a lot that has happened in a year because it's only been 12 months. Myself worked with 213 people like total. That's insane. Like, I didn't think that that could happen in a year. My goal was, I remember talking to you when we were doing one-on-one calls was like to work with hopefully a hundred people in a year. Yeah. And 213. And that's freaking crazy. 
And then, you know, I have a second head coach and then like the little things like getting sponsorships, like was never a thing for me. And like the whole influencing deal, which like, I still want my stuff to be focused on coaching, but like, I know there's contracts in place for sponsorships, but like getting those brands behind my name, I didn't think that could happen in a year happened with no following, um, competing, like I'm competing again, like all this stuff in one year, like it's just been insane. It's pretty been, it's pretty much been like a hundred percent on the, on the go, like pedal to the metal nonstop. So I really have no idea where this, this year is going to go, but like, if we could double our client base or anything like that, that'd be like the most ideal spot to, to start off with. I love it, man. I love it. Well, you're doing amazing brother if uh do you have any words of advice for anybody who is thinking about starting their business or maybe you know they're in the middle of their business and things are getting a little bit tough and they're thinking about maybe quitting what what piece of advice would you give to them so the biggest thing is one obviously don't give up it's, it's kind of like i listened to a lot of things when i was first starting like podcasts about entrepreneurship and there was actually one about the rock like dwayne johnson where he's just like i purposely so he like before he got big he had no money he had like seven dollars in his pocket and he said he was thankful for that because his back was against the wall and don't if your back is against the wall you can't get worse you can only go forward so that's kind of something like i try to tell a lot of people especially like your newer clients that like kind of reach out to me too i'm just kind of like dude like things are going to be hard it's probably going to be a 50 50 good days and bad days like pros and cons because that's just like the world of entrepreneurship too but that's what it takes to grow like that's what it takes to scale that's what it takes to have a business um it's like what i said earlier like if it was that easy everyone would be doing this so that's why only like a certain amount of people can do it and stick with it and be successful help other people all that kind of stuff so the biggest thing is like literally don't don't get in your own head um i know that sounds like really cliche but that is probably the biggest piece of advice is just don't get in your own head. Um, if you ever have questions or anything, like use, use social media for its purpose, network. Um, you have SAC, you have your PTBI uh, group with tons and tons of people in there. You can always reach out to Kendall, just like network the hell out of people um, if you're ever struggling because there's like so many other people in your place or that have been in that place before that can help walk you through it, help talk you through it. And again, that's like why you have Zach because he's there to help you get through that stuff too. So. Awesome, man. Appreciate you being on the show, man. We'll definitely need to get you on uh, here again soon. And yeah. uh, everyone who's listening, thank you so much for watching. We'll catch you guys in the next episode. Peace.